Hello, this is Bill Lytell, Senior Pastor of Gospel Baptist Church in Medina Springs, Florida. The title of this uh, Wisdom for Your Walk is Don't Feed the Dolphins. Now, dolphin, I mean a porpoise, of course. Um, and so years ago, I vacationed Keys and my brother and I together, and we were going down an area about 20 miles or so in the backwater, came across a brand new sign that was put up. You notice everything after you've gone through this area hundreds of times, and there's a new sign put up. And it had a picture of a porpoise with a circle and a backslash, which means no, and then had these few words on it. It says, don't feed the dolphins. Uh, it will kill them. And I got thinking about that as we went on our way. What in the world? How can, how can feeding the dolphins? What happens is when you're fishing, you catch a fish, you don't want that fish too small or whatever. You throw it over. Dolphins sometimes will pick up on that. And they'll come over and by the boat, stick their head out of the water, watch you. When you throw that fish in, boom, they go in and get it. It's easy fishing for them. And, you know, as a fisherman, you think, well, this is doing them good. This won't hurt them. I mean, man, I'm making it easy on them. through giving them something to eat. And, of course, it's a lot of fun, a big entertainment. When you have a bunch of guests with you, you say, hey, look, let's feed the dolphins. But there is there is stern, stern warning, and it's beginning to affect the dolphin population in some areas, people feeding them. And so what is the process? Well, here, let me give you a quick process of what happens. First, a man begins to feed the dolphin, like pinfish, trout, shiners, or something, and the dolphin begins to lose their natural desire for what God has provided for them, that they go out in groups, social groups, uh, they hunt their food. They have to exercise real hard to get their food. They have to swim hard, push their food up in shallow water a lot of times and catch it. They begin to lose that because they can go by that boat and just sit there and the fish will be thrown to them. Secondly, uh, when men feed the dolphins, they stop being content uh, with that feeding process so it changes their God-given pattern. Third thing that happens pretty soon, they're only content with this new abnormal. I call it that because it's not their normal life process. It's not the way God would have it. That has kept them alive now for 6,000 years. So the normal, the abnormal is preferred over the normal. So the normal is no longer appealing to them. Fourth thing that happens, they begin to expose themselves to dangers that would uh, never be considered in their normal life. The boats, propellers, fishing line, hooks, and etc., uh, fifth thing that happens, they stop exercising. They don't have to exercise. They stop socializing. They don't have to socialize, which leads them to early deaths and changes their literally changes their family behavior or family outcome. And so what those started out to be so harmless to help the poor dolphins with a little food eventually destroys them. But with that in mind, let me put this to a biblical warning to all of us about a thing called addiction. What is addiction? Well, first of all, the Bible in John chapter 8, verse 34 says, Whosoever committeth sin is a servant of sin. <clears throat> Whosoever committeth sin is a servant of sin. I want you to keep that in mind. Sin has addiction. What is sin? It's, a, it's an abnormal use of the normal. Remember this. Sin is the abnormal use of the normal. Uh, let's go to sexual relationship between a man and a woman. A married man and a woman have sexual relationship which produces offspring. It also produces a bond between those two people, a unique bond. 
the two become one flesh, the Bible says. Now, if a man is not satisfied with the normal and goes out and has a relation with another woman, then he, he loses something that he never can get back. He has now exposed himself to the abnormal. And so the abnormal sometimes will begin to have more appeal than the normal, and it'll take him away from where he should go, stop his family, you know, divorce comes, horror follows. When there, the four laws, there was only four laws in the New Testament for the early church. In Acts chapter 15, verse 20, the second law was flee from fornication. Fornication is the abnormal use of the normal. Fornication is listed as a sin of reprobates in Romans 1.29. In 1 Corinthians 6.13, it's listed as a sin against your own body. In, in 1 Corinthians 6.18, he says, flee fornication. And so it's a unique sin. It's a sin against your own body. It was uh, sexually transmitted diseases, HIV, AIDS. I believe all these things are punishments for going to the abnormal over the normal. God wants you to have one woman for life, men and women. He wants you to have one man for life. That's it. Wants you to be married a virgin. Wants you to die only having sexual relations with that one woman. That way you'll never have trouble with venereal diseases. You'll never have to worry about HIV or AIDS or any of that kind of thing. And you've only been one flesh with one person, and you won't have to worry about what other people are like because you don't know, and if you don't know, you don't care. And so you'll be all right. You'll be satisfied with your mates, what I'm trying to say. So let's look at some addictions here. Um, The addiction of pornography may be the most prevalent addiction among Christians anywhere of any sin. Pornography is not a new sin. It goes back to, my goodness, as far as (laughs) archaeological findings will, will take you back in Corinth, back in Rome, back in Greece, uh, there was all kinds of statues of wickedness and paintings of wickedness uh, back then. But now we have photography. Now we have the iPhone. Now we have access. It's just simply unbelievable. You can get access to pornography at a moment's notice. Type in anything you want. What has that done? Well, it has changed the normal to the abnormal because the porn star is an unusual looking, in this case, let's say a woman, is unusual looking. She's not your normal woman. Out of, a, out of a million women, maybe she's one out of a million. She has particular shape, particular style, particular way she does things that is uh, more appealing than the other million women, let's say. We call her a Jezebel, maybe a Delilah, where she has a special uh, charm to men. And so what happens, a man begins to look at pornography, and he... Uh, he becomes dissatisfied with his woman. You know, he comes home, and uh, he's been married 20 years. Uh, he, the woman's had four kids through him, taking care of his house. Now, let me give you a little funny uh, illustration to try to maybe uh, put this in your mind. He comes home. His little woman meets him at the door. Her hair looks like a lightning strike is imminent. Her face is going south. Her shape looks like a pyramid seven hourglass. Instead of a wet, poochy lips he has just seen on his phone, he looks at her and sees chapped lips, a big old cold sore, and breath that would stop a charging bowl. Uh, Her legs, instead of beautiful, thin, smooth, shaved legs, he looks at her and looks like a topographical map of the Rocky Mountains with her uh, varicose veins from having children and working around the house so much. Uh, Instead of a sheer, shrink-wrap, revealing clothes of the porn star, uh, he stares at what appears to be a burlap sack with sleeves. 
Um, he goes, Ugh. goes back out and satisfies his lusts with what he has just seen on his phone. Of course, you know divorce is imminent, separation imminent. There cannot be much love there. And he has accepted the abnormal for the normal. In fact, the abnormal is the only thing now that will make him happy. He's addicted. Don't feed the dolphins. What happened to the poor dolphin, what happened to dolphins that are fed by humans abnormally, is they get addicted. They accept the abnormal for the normal. They quit all those things I mentioned before, and eventually they die. And they don't die a happy death. They die a miserable death. And let me say this. I've seen enough people come and go to tell you that you must, you must discipline yourself. If you've been exposed to the abnormal, you must go to God Beg him to take it, take it out of your mind. Take it out of your, begin to fill your mind with gospel songs. Begin to fill your mind with memorized scripture. Begin to fill your mind with good things, uh, things which are above, uh, things which are pure, just, and holy, as Philippians four eight says. And begin to drown out the pictures of the unholy, and it will begin to fade. It'll take a while. You're not going to get away from pornography and what you've seen quickly. You're, you're not going to shake that off quickly. It'll come to you in the night. It'll come to you in church when the preacher begins to pray as a group. You'll be sitting there praying and thinking of this picture come through your mind because the devil will bring that to you just about that time. When your wife doesn't act like that, you'll be dissatisfied with her. You're going to have to beg her to forgive you. You're going to, And if this is a woman to a man, same thing, just reverse it. But you're going to have to beg her to forgive you that you've, you've sought the... Uh, you saw what was uh, abnormal, and, and you've been satisfied with the abnormal. Now look, cocaine addiction is the same thing, heroin addiction is the same thing, marijuana addiction, alcohol addiction. It's, it's always accepting the abnormal for the normal. God has normal things that we can be satisfied with, like the dolphin's life. The dolphin goes out, they're social animals, they run in herds, they feed. They have a good life. Uh, God wants you to marry a woman, a man, women, he wants you to marry a man, and he wants you to live with that person, be loyal to that person, um, you know, and even when your bodies change through mental pause and whatever happens there, that you're willing just to stick with them, because it's not about the exterior, it really becomes as you get married longer, more about the person, the friendship, the bond, the history you share, uh, becomes much more of value than, the, uh, than looks, you know, they say looks is skin deep, that's right, it's cheap. It can change in one little fire. Uh, you can go from being beautiful to horrible looking. And so as we get older, we don't get better looking. And that's the way of nature. It's the normal. And so rather than changing a woman out, these some of these men I'm watching change the women out about every 20 years because women start looking bad. And they go get them a younger one, a gold digger, and they, put it, they go for that girl by another 20 years. And then maybe they do this three times. Eventually they die. Uh, and they've never had a normal friend like I've been married come, coming up on 50 years now. And so my woman, has go, I married her when she was 18 years old, and now she's 68 years old. I've seen um, a change, a metamorphosis. And, buddy, you know, when I look in the mirror, I say, hey, what you're looking at now is not my 20-year-old person. Uh, sometimes we have that vision. And I just refuse to accept the devil's abnormal uh, for my normal. I accept the way I looked as normal. I accept the way my wife looks now at 68 years old as normal, as part of God's plan for my life. 
And, and I can tell you, it's a sweet thing. It's a wonderful way to follow. When you follow God's normal and accept God's normal, it's just the best way. Makes sense. He made it that way. And so I encourage you, don't feed the dolphins. Don't go out there and take cocaine. Don't go out there and watch pornography. Don't go out there and, and drink alcohol. Don't go out there and smoke cigarettes. Because those things pretty soon will own you. And whosoever sins is serving a sin, they will be you will be a slave to them. People smoke cigarettes, cigarettes, you don't smoke cigarettes, cigarettes smoke you. You don't drink alcohol, alcohol drinks you. Uh, you don't watch pornography, pornography watches you. In other words, it forces you. It puts you in a position where you feel helpless, weak, unable to move away from it. But let me tell you, there is there is freedom in Christ. There is freedom in Christ. But you gotta have a hundred percent. Do or die, total commitment. May the Lord help you be free. Just remember this, don't feed the dolphins. This is Bill Lytell, Wisdom for Your Walk.